You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 38. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 38. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Well, hello, Supermoms. Welcome to the podcast. So great to have you back. I've got a great question for you today. But I want to start by talking about something I'm offering. I'm going to do a five-day Confident Kid Challenge. And what I realized is that the one thing we kind of all want is confident kids. Because when they feel confident, they just can do so much more, right? They're willing to take risks, take on challenges, try new things. And so confidence is one of these things that is great for the kids, but it's also great for the parents because it means we get to do less work. (laughs) So doesn't that sound good? I've been reading the book, How to Raise an Adult, and thinking, okay, this starts really young because we want our kids to feel confident in like taking charge and stepping into their role as kind of an independent adult someday. But it starts, you know, when they're really young and for them to, you know, learn how to do their own laundry and fold their own clothes and clean up their own rooms and clear their own dishes and make their own food and all these like little things, be responsible for their homework that are sometimes hard for us to let go of when our kid is not showing signs of confidence. So we think, well, if they would step up and take responsibility, then I could let go. But the problem is they often won't step up and take responsibility until we let go, until we're willing to let them make a mistake, do it wrong, mess up. But watching your kid mess up, fail, make mistakes, whether it's in the kitchen or in their schoolwork or whatever, that's really hard to do. So that's why I'm going to do a confident kid challenge. So please join me. It's going to be, I think, the second week of October, five days. Go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash confident. And let's get to today's episode. Today's question comes from Amy, and she writes, from dawn to dusk, I am working, constantly rushing from one activity to another, getting the kids out the door and me to work. In the afternoons, I'm running to get them to soccer, buying groceries, taking phone calls, checking emails. By the time my kids are in bed, I'm exhausted. All I can do is zone out in front of the TV. I'm sure this sounds typical, like every other working mom, but my problem is I feel like it's not enough. I work 14 hours a day and then get annoyed with myself for wasting time at night. I feel pressured, always stressed about being late, feeling like there's never enough time. Even on the weekends, it is difficult for me to relax. This may be typical, but it's starting to affect my sleep and my ability to enjoy my life. I see my son starting to stress out about being late, and I don't want to pass this on to him. How can I shake this feeling that whatever I do, it's never enough? 
Amy. Well, Amy, you are in good company. I think that's, you know, you definitely sound like a super mom, as I call it. But it also sounds like you have something that I call time anxiety. So time anxiety shows up in three ways. Number one is current time anxiety. This daily feeling you have of being rushed, fear of being late, maybe it's because you're disappointing someone or you think that they're going to be mad at you if you're late. For whatever reason, it's this fear of being late. Some people have a fear of being early and they kind of panic if they arrive to a place at 15 minutes early and they feel like they're wasting their time and so they end up like cramming something else in. Uh, So fear of being late or early. This panicky and overwhelmed feeling comes from trying to control something we have no control over, which is time. We think this makes us responsible, productive, and reliable, but it really just causes us to feel stressed and anxious. The underlying belief with current time anxiety is that we must maximize our time or we are doing it wrong. Future time anxiety is worrying about what could happen in the future. So moms who have this struggle to feel content in the moment for fear that the other shoe will drop. It can also be called like a fear of positive emotions sometimes. Like if everything's going well, then something bad could happen. If I take a day to relax, more work will pile up. We love our kids so much, we start imagining something bad happening to them or how we'll cope when they move out of the house. We're so afraid of feeling a negative emotion in the future, like regret or sadness or loneliness, that we start practicing it now. The underlying belief is that being afraid of the future will somehow alleviate our suffering once the future arrives. The third type of time anxiety is existential time anxiety. The sense of time slipping away and our existence as we know it is ending. So this could be our human existence, like our life is slipping away, but it could also be like our identity. So it shows up as a fear of death, but also fear of losing our looks, our youth, losing our kids. Moms can also fear losing opportunities to get back into the workforce, switch career paths, try new things, take risks. This underlying belief of existential time anxiety is that time is running out, and that's just a thought that creates a lot of panic. So the parent education answer to overcoming time anxiety, well, it's difficult because it shows up in so many areas of life. So the best answer to how to reduce your stress around time is to work with a life coach or therapist who has experience with time anxiety. Time stresses us out because we don't have control over it and we think we should. Accepting that the passage of time is outside of control and letting go of our fears is step one. Acceptance always just feels better. When you can accept the reality as it is today, it just helps to everything to feel calmer. I had a lot of time anxiety before I found life coaching. My biggest triggers were fear of wasting time, not getting enough done, and being late. I remember driving with my kids in the car and being so upset with myself for not leaving sooner, for taking the slower route by like a minute and a half, not checking traffic before I left. Like I was just beating myself up in front of my kids, you know, sitting in the driver's seat, swearing like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I should have thought of that. What's wrong with me? 
And my oldest was already showing signs of perfectionism, like not trying new things if he couldn't be good at it right away or throwing fits if he lost a game, things like that. So uh, on this drive, the light bulb went on for me. I realized that my kids were picking up on my habits and I didn't like it. From that day on, I have learned to forgive myself when I'm late. It's as though I believed stressing about being late would somehow make me a better person. Like if I was flustered, remorseful, and apologetic, then they wouldn't think poorly of me, even though I would do that in the car where they couldn't even see me. I was so worried they would think that I was disrespecting them and it bothered me that I couldn't control their perception of me. So I just disrespected myself. (laughs) It was not a very good plan. So undoing our fearful thoughts is step two. But if I tell you right now to stop thinking about how much time you have left here on earth, how you're going to regret wasting your time, and really you should just relax around being late, then suddenly time running out is suddenly all you can think about. (laughs) So when we try not to think about something, it's kind of all we can think about. So you really need somebody else outside your brain to help you to dissolve the thoughts that are making you anxious. Letting go of the illusion of control, shrugging your shoulders and saying, oh, well, late again, it's going to make you feel vulnerable. Nobody likes feeling vulnerable, so we cope by taking control of how we spend our time. So I coach mostly moms, but occasionally I'll coach a teenager by parental request. And I have a high school senior right now who's got massive time anxiety Whenever she isn't studying, she feels guilty and stressed. She struggles to relax, to have fun, and even to sleep because she perceives it as a slippery slope to failure. Stress is never the ticket to success. It's just the ticket to more stress. But she has equated stress with success. Like if I'm stressed out, that means I'm doing it right. And so the only time she can really relax is when she's stressed and working hard, which doesn't really make sense, right? So stress is not the energy from which to work hard. You want to work hard with enthusiasm, joy, passion, and love. There's so much more effective emotions to work from. So it's not so much the activities that you do, it's the emotions you're rooted in when you do them. So the third step to overcoming time anxiety is to really take a look at the thoughts you are thinking whenever you are stressed and to get clear on your values. Like what is most important to you in this life? Is it getting, you know, 25 things done in a day or is it enjoying the day, the quality of the day? How do you define a successful day? How would you know if you've been to success or a failure in a day? What does it look like? And so very often we think in black and white terms. And so this is really wanting to encourage you to think in shades of gray of like, well, if I get 25 things done, but I'm miserable and I can't sleep at night because I'm so stressed, then maybe that's not a successful day. And maybe it's the feeling of being efficient and productive, but also joyful. So what emotion do you want to be rooted in when you're driving your kids to soccer, when you're getting out of the house in the morning? Like you get to choose how you want to feel while doing those activities. How will you know when the cost of the activity outweighs the benefit? 
So sometimes when people have a fear of missing out, like missing out on opportunities or missing out on, oh, you know, just like time's running out. And so like it's now or never, I have to say yes, because I, I don't know, I might miss out on something cool. Well, very often these are the people that say yes to a lot of things that maybe they aren't really enjoying. And so really taking some time to think about like, how do I know if I really, really want to do it? Or if I'm just saying yes out of fear. You have a choice and committing to your values instead of fearful thinking will steer you into the direction of a successful and rewarding and enjoyable life. So the life coaching answer, or what gets in our way from accepting the things we cannot control, dissolving negative thinking, and committing to our values. Those are the three steps. <laughs> in fact, they all repeat that again. Number one, accepting the things you cannot control, dissolving negative thinking, and number three, committing to your values. So that's what we needs to happen. But what gets in our way from doing that is our humanness. When we are scared, our brains think there is a real emergency. We don't have time to look within and uncover our fearful thoughts and values. Our sympathetic nervous system gets activated, hearts start racing, blood rushes to our extremities, body is tense and jittery and ready for action. This is not the time to analyze your thoughts and think about your values. Your brain thinks it's going to (laughs) die. So we need to get you out of anxiety first before we can even take a look inside the brain and really think about what's going on in there and have a kind of a compassionate bird's eye view. So in order to overcome time anxiety, you'll need to take a look at the thoughts in your brain when you are relaxed and safe. But if your anxiety is bleeding into nights and weekends, you may never have a time when you feel relaxed and safe. If you did, The last thing you're going to want to think about is the stuff that triggers your anxiety. Can you see how this gets us stuck in a rut? Anxiety likes to stay hidden. It doesn't want you to talk about it. So it's going to say things like, it's not that bad. I'm no different than anybody else. How is talking going to help? I don't have the money to hire someone. Or, of course, the classic for everyone with time anxiety, I don't have the time to deal with time anxiety. So this is just how our brain is going to work, but it's going to keep us stuck in the same cycle because we feel stressed out, our brain goes into fight or flight, we cannot think about our thoughts and our values, and even just to like make a phone call to schedule a, you know, life coaching call, whatever, it's like, I can't do that when I'm panicky. (laughs) So we get stuck in this panicky place and we can't, it's hard to take those steps to to get us out of it because there's just so little time when we're relaxed. These all will feel true, but it's really just fear. The, I don't have time to deal with it. I don't have the money. It's not going to help. That's going to feel true when you think it, but it's just your fearful brain talking, wanting to stay in anxiety Your brain will think that talking about the anxiety will make it worse, but it won't. We live in stressful times in a stressed out country and learning to manage your fearful brain is so important and so worthwhile. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is scarcity. So scarcity is an incredible motivator. If you think I'm running out of time, if you feel like you've got limited time left here on earth, 
it's going to help you focus. It's going to help you prioritize. You're going to think about like, okay, this is the things that are most important to me and I'm going to go do them now and forget waiting and sitting around. I'm not going to lounge around and just, you know, watch some Netflix. I got to move. I got to take some action. So this can be a positive or a negative. When kids think there isn't enough of mom's attention to go around, they fight with their siblings and they scream and they act up and they misbehave in order to get it. When we plan to start a diet on Monday, we're going to eat extra calories on Sunday, totally indulge knowing that starting tomorrow, it's all scarcity and they're not going to be getting enough food. So it's okay for me to overindulge the day before. So you can use scarcity to your advantage, but make sure you're using it. Don't let it use you because it can be such a powerful thought, this running out of time, this there's only a limited amount left. I mean, gosh, you can see like stores do this all the time, limited time offer, you know, and they put that countdown clock. Uh, You can see like on travel websites, they're always saying like, you know, three other people have locked in this price and, you know, they're looking at this hotel right now. Like we are getting used all the time for this scarcity because it moves us to take action. But I've used it. I remember using it for um, my son was running track and he was like, I don't feel like running. I'm tired. Whatever's cramp. I don't remember what his thing was. And I said, just pretend that starting tomorrow, the world is going to flood. Global warming has happened and you will never again be able to run a race. This is the last time you're going to be able to use your legs to run. Just run like it's the best thing in the world. I mean, just think about how exciting it would be to run a race thinking this is the last time I'm ever going to be able to run at full speed in the rest of my life. Like it makes you appreciate it and enjoy that moment. So you can use scarcity thinking to help you enjoy the present moment. Slow down. I don't want to miss these precious moments with my kids. They're not going to be this age forever. So I'm going to bring my attention into the present. Slow down and enjoy this time. It helps you to come out of future thinking, past thinking, and you know, you can use it as a way to make you feel better. Just be careful not to let it use you to make you feel worse, to feel like I'm running out of time, I'm getting older, all these things that make us feel panicky and stressed for no good reason. They don't make us take really productive actions that improve the quality of our life. Today's super mom power boost is a two-word sentence. It goes like this. Oh, well, I was taking a parenting class specifically geared towards raising kids with perfectionism, giftedness, and anxiety. And the teacher taught us in the class to use these two magic words on our perfectionistic children. And it went like this. Oh, well, she said that it was so important to model using these words often with the kids. Your friend doesn't want to play with you right now. Oh, well, you lost the game again, even though you tried your best. Oh, well, your sister is cheating and changing the rules. Oh, well. But I found these words to be especially helpful for me and my time anxiety. I'm late again. Oh, well, 
binge watched an entire season on Netflix. Oh, well, didn't get anything accomplished today. Oh, well, try it out and see if it helps your inner perfectionist calm down and relax a little bit more. Today's quote of the day is by John Lennon. Time you enjoyed wasting was not wasted. Thank you so much. I will love you and leave you. And I look forward to having you join us for the Confident Kid Challenge. Go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash confident and I'll see you there. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.